So yeah. Um What's up? And overcast. Welcome to episode 26, the happy half year birthday of Up and Overcast, the show about two geeks getting to know each other after 25 years of friendship, spent mostly separated by most of time and space. Not to name names, but I'm Scott Horn and he's William Cooper. Oh, who told you that? I read it somewhere oh, on a tombstone. Geez. Oh, Ooh, that's... In the future. <laughs> wow. You know where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, how you doing? I'm okay. Okay. Good. Feeling a little funky. Feeling funky? Why are you feeling funky? A little, little recalcitrant. A little, little, little peakish. Hmm. Peakish and recalcitrant. Mm-hmm. It's the worst vaudeville act I've ever known. <laughs> uh, why are you feeling recalcitrant? Oh, just you know, just feeling contrary. Mm. Wanting a got a got a little piss and vinegar in me this week. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes happens when uh when when I get on one of these benders of of, of action that might be part of the. Our topics this this evening. Oh, okay, okay, good. Uh, Benders of action. Yeah, in that <laughs> in that vein, I have a little bit of follow up. We had talked about Murder Van last week, um, <laughs> and it was dead and uh, not coming back. And I'm figuring we're going to get rid of it. And I did make one last ditch effort to uh, fix it with chemicals. Mm-hmm. Got me some Leak Stop. Put that in there, which is this rubbery goo and uh technical it, technical term yeah, good technical to term technical tomb <laughs> back to the grave <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah hey the leak stopped for about 12 hours uh and then it came back so um, um not yeah. enough time yeah, yeah it, was, it was a cool way to spend five bucks yeah, I was uh, I was hopeful you'd uh, you mentioned that in text, and I I thought maybe this was going to be it, but then I kind of realized, you know, you can't solve this problem with a chemical, probably. <laughs> not well. Not if, long if you term. if you if you succeed in solving it with the chemical, you probably caused six other problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You gum up a radiator enough so it doesn't leak. It probably doesn't provide coolant to the motor anymore either. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Those uh, those fixes uh, they just they, they don't hold. I mm. I I pro- probably have mentioned this already, but uh, I had a friend with a car that uh, we had to put a ga- a can underneath the gas tank every time we stopped, which would collect the gas and put it back in the tank. Oh, recycling. Mm-hmm. How, how progressive of you. <laughs> I had another friend who. Uh, we had a car we had to carry jugs of water in the back, and every time he stopped, we'd just pour water all over the engine because it was just too hot. Mm. We'd go on our way. So those and those are solutions that you shouldn't be 
mm-hmm. going with, and I think Leak Stop might feel fit into that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had cars that were so bad I'd kept um, motor oil in in the back. Yeah, because I was putting oil in it all the time. Yeah, not a, not a good move. Yeah, well, it's what you have to do when you have a three hundred dollar car that's worth fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And everybody goes, everybody, I guess, used to go through that. I don't know that that's the same anymore. You know, for for decades, I wondered where all the jalopies went because it seemed everybody was always driving new cars, even young people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's a sign of the times. I'm seeing junkers again. Yeah, I. uh, that's funny you mentioned that. I've been seeing a lot more uh, of those things, too, just Mm -hmm. around Seattle. So, Mm -hmm. um it's probably because you know people can't afford to live in Seattle anymore, so they're they're uh, holding on to their cars as long as they can. But uh, right. I won't I won't get grumpy about that yet. Um, so that's good. That's too bad. Uh, too bad that did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have some follow up. Uh, it's a little bonus track from my uh, train ride that I wanted to share. All right. I'd forgotten to share this last week, and uh, I was reminded of it uh, over the weekend and uh, just wanted to share it. So, if you recall, the train ride was a bumpy, slippy, slidey, noisy kind of thing, especially at night when I was trying to sleep. And there you were, sitting in your tin can. That's that's, that's right. Um. And I could tell my wife I love her so because she was like, you know, two inches away. Um, she knows. She knows. Uh, so as I'm doing this, uh, part of the challenge is uh, using the restroom. Now, the restrooms are all public and they're very, very tiny. And what's happening when you're in the restroom is you are constantly and, and, and suddenly lurching front and back. So if you're a man... And you are urinating. Okay, you well, have to do this. Yeah, what? I, I would sit. Just, just yes. Give up. <laughs> For, first time I did not sit, and it was like a whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to lose an organ that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> and then the second time I'm like, I'm sitting down for this. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was brushing my teeth in the morning, I'm brushing my teeth, I'm looking in the mirror. And I get done brushing my teeth and I'm ready to spit out the stuff. And I, I notice I have some sort of dirt or something on my on my nose. And I sort of lean forward in the mirror to look. And right then the train lurches forward and I slam my head into the mirror. Boom! <laughs> Man, and, I wish you could have had a, cam- a camera crew <laughs> yeah. on you for this whole thing. And I had a mouthful of uh, toothpaste. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm kind of swaying trying to figure out what the train's going to do. I'm like, and I go to spit this out in the sink and the train lurches the other way mm-hmm. and I spit my stuff all over the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> could, could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> it went all over the floor and then I had to grab a paper towel and as I'm grabbing the paper towel and trying to clean this off the floor, the train lurches forward and I slam my head into the sink. <laughs> and I just, it just got to the point where it's like, just let me out of this room. <laughs> Wow, it just beat you up. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, a room you go in to get injured. 
Yeah, that's that's what it was. Uh, I think the train headed out for me, but um, I want to share that there was another another challenge. Any single any time you had to go to the bathroom, and we decided we had decided before we went on the train that we were going to shower on the train. Ooh, and uh, it it took one trip to the bathroom to decide. There's no way. I'm not getting naked <laughs> in this torture box. In this torture box. There's no way. <laughs> so yeah, that's um that's my additional train ride story for you. Okay. Well, we should probably get on with it. We've got uh, let's do it. a couple potential topics today, so let's yeah. get rolling. Okay. Tales of the Murder Van. Yay! What? I know. Surprise! What is it? I thought he was dead. I thought it was dead too. Although there was a the end <laughs> question mark last week that I thought. Wow! Something like that. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> Whew. Um, is that the sound of the murder van coming back to life? <laughs> No, I don't know. It's just the sound of what? (laughs) (laughs) So I went on a podcast. So, you know, your van's broken. It needs a a part. Mm -hmm. But that's not the only solution, is it? What if you replaced all the parts? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I could subtitle this as a strange way to shop for a used vehicle. Okay. I'm I'm completely intrigued because of a photo that I got from you over the weekend, I think. So Yeah, uh, I'm a nut. The Yeah. Um you could also categorize this under manic solutioneering. Okay. Which is a mode I get in when it involves a potential purchase. Right. Cuz gosh, I like buying things. Who doesn't <laughs> like to work on buying things and get th- and do my due diligence and get stuff, get the right thing, but do it quickly. And like, on you know, nothing keeps me from moving forward. And that's kind of where I was up, up against mm-hmm. the, the problem restated is we don't longer have a van to haul the family around in. Right. Uh, the solutions are in, in order of sensibility, do without and rent when needed. Clearly, mm-hmm. clearly the most sensible thing involves <laughs> me doing nothing right now. Just right. Just renting when you need it. Right. So we'll write that one right off. Yes. Scratch that off the list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the other end of the spectrum, buy a brand new van. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is economically ridiculous. Yeah. So write that off. So you should write that so, off. And, and But yeah. I pursued that for quite a, a number of days. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, well, wait, what if I find a good used van, which uh-huh. would be economically feasible with the risk of, well, you've now inherited somebody else's problems and <laughs> right. we end up right back in the same boat. Right. Um, so, but this is what's happened. Um, I've, we have a new van and the, the weird nutty thing about it is it's this same model make and model and color <laughs> of murder it's crazy okay and why do i do that well, well, go to those links to extend a joke 
I don't know why, but I <laughs> but I do know it's not the first time I've done this. Uh-huh. When my um, I drove a Dodge Neon for many years, and it got totaled when a Cadillac cruised through a stop sign, and we T-boned and mm-hmm. uh, destroyed my Neon. I hemmed and hawed over the same problem because I, the car was, I wanted to keep the car for three more years. It was paid off. And then I wanted, was hoping to get an electric car. Right. And then electric cars didn't happen quick enough. You know, Elon just hasn't gotten the price down yet. No, (laughs) stupid. God, he's so lazy. And I bothered, I bothered everybody at work and everything about, I'm looking for a new car. I don't get it. And I finally bought something and I told them that their jaws were going to drop when they saw it. So I had them all come out to see it, and their jaws did drop because what I had done was bought an exact same Dodge <laughs> Neon in the same color. The only difference was it had half as much miles on it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that sort of worked out. That car ended up being a bit of a lemon. It expired before its time, but... um. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So you... um. Probably hear my phone ringing, can't you? I do. It's, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's that it's time the, of the evening. It's in the other room too, but I've had I have to have, have the doors open because it's swelteringly hot in here. So well, I like hearing it. It adds a little ambiance. Yeah, that's uh, you know we're we're running a telethon <laughs> to raise money for this podcast. That that's one of the the viewers calling in. All right, we're gonna raffle off a, a van. Yeah, one <laughs> <laughs> lightly used, lightly killed van. Yeah, um, but there are practical advantages to having done that because it's it's a vehicle we know. We've had this one for 13 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a long time. That's a long time. And um, in this case, there was nothing at all to learn. We knew exactly what to expect. Um, and one of the big things that was very easy was I was able to move the stereo, the Bluetooth stereo system right over from the old one into the new one. It took me about half an hour. You know, because, you know, all the same parts and connectors and wiring harness, just literally pull it out of the dash and put it in the dash on the new one and plug it in and poof, poof. Right. Um, And it's also, from a purchasing perspective, weirdly limiting when you narrow the focus. It's like, so I'm going online at cars.com or whatever, and you search, what do you want? Well... I want a 2000, <laughs> and I went with 2007 because that was the last year they made them this particular model. That, right, yeah. 2007 Grand Caravan, red. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> and we looked I, at two of them, one at a dealership way out in Newark. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, that one sucked, so we didn't buy it. And then we went out to, there was actually a uh, an Acura dealer in Columbus. We felt weird there, but we uh, bought it from. Oh, those they guys. did. They did used cars too, right? They had a trade oh, in. like trade ins and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this thing is perfect. I mean, it's one owner. They had it. They're they apparently garaged it. It's in so much better condition than ours was. It's four years newer, so it's still nine years old. But it it looks yeah. and runs really really well. So well, I think that's great. I mean, you know when. And I, I do this on a smaller level, but when something breaks, you have the option of how much time do I want to spend on this? Is it time to do something brand new that I've never done? 
or did that work out enough and I could if I could just clone this and mm-hmm. move on with the rest of my life let's do that right because I'm trying to just extend a situation we we have three children they're teenagers now eventually we won't need to have a van I don't want to buy a new van because then I'm committed to it for 10 years yeah right or what if we buy one I guess we could lease one but um uh, that sounds too sensible again. <laughs> no, it's not really it, economically. <laughs> it's, it's pretty not. expensive. Yeah, but um, you know, well, well, this thing will last three or four years, easy, and that's what we need it to do. Well, I think that makes sense, mm-hmm. and 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 plus, the most important thing is that we still have murder van. To talk that's about. exactly murder van's still here. Yeah, it's like we could just go back in time and delete out. This segment and, and last, heck, we could just delete out all the podcasts. That'd probably make a lot of people happy, but we could delete out those two segments and no one would ever know the difference. Hey, we just, we'll just be rolling on with fresh tales. Yeah. The new tales of Murder Van. Oh, nice. Did uh, did your wife approve of this plan? Was she on board? Oh, yeah. Or did she yep. think you were a little nuts? Yeah. Okay. Unlike, unlike when I bought the first van, which I just bought and brought home and said, here, honey, here's the car you'll be driving for the next 10 years with the, with children in it. Um, I We went together on all this. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm I'm happy for us, and more importantly, I'm, I'm happy for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, or listener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very happy for the listener. Congratulations, <laughs> listener. <laughs> more tales in the murder van. Indeed. Great. So that's a topic. It there sure are others. Was are it? Not? Is there? Are there more topics? I think we can hit up one more. Let's give All it a right, whirl. Let's see. see what we got in okay. the queue. Hmm. The word of the week. Aren't you now, glad it's not beyond the porch? I sure am. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I used to I used to read Q as Q E U E U E. I, which I really enjoyed. It should be pronounced that way because it's a lot funner. <laughs> it should. Yeah, uh, be great. Yes. Word of the week. So hit uh, us. What's our word this week? Word of the week this week is birthdays. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, and this is a little bit of a cheat because it also has a very tiny bee on the porch stuck in the middle of it. Um. A, it's a beyond the porch sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, celebrated our um, we no, yes we did. We celebrated Joe's. There were multiple celebrants. <laughs> yes, there were. I got pronoun trouble. We celebrated Joe's birthday this weekend, uh, as we normally do in Seattle with um, a big picnic. And do you normally do that around her birthday or some other time? Uh, normally around her birthday, we find that it oh, works best. Okay. If we celebrate her birthday around her birthday, otherwise people get really confused. Okay. So we uh, normally pick the first weekend after her birthday, and it's normally um, it, it the weather leading up to that weekend is always sort of touch and go, and it's not looking really great. And then that weekend hits, and it's always just eighty or ninety degrees, just out of nowhere. And that was the case this weekend. So. Uh, and it got me thinking about birthdays because, um, well, first of all, one of the things that happened at this party, we large group of people show up and um, we're now getting to the point where 
there aren't any 20 year olds that show up to these things. There aren't really, there aren't any 30 year olds that show up to these things. These are, these are 40 year old people and more. Mm-hmm. And what I'm realizing is my ways of going about feeding this, these groups of people need to change. <laughs> <laughs> A pile of, sh- of sugar and frosting, probably not. No one is interested for. in these, in this stuff anymore. <laughs> um, well, they'd love to be interested in it, but they everyone age, yes, I guess it. that's the difference. Yes, so uh, every year we get brownies from Whole Foods. They're really easy to get. Um, they're good. Put little uh, candles in them, and we sing Happy Birthday. And this year, I ordered them from Whole Foods, and um, they uh, there was a new person working there. I said, "Yeah, three uh, three family packs of brownies." Normally, what we order. Well, okay, great. Three, three sheets. Yeah, three sheets of brownies. Great. Do you want us to cut them up for you and put them in a little uh, cake box? Oh, I said, well, it's great. You've never done that before, but uh, fantastic. Yeah, do that. She goes, oh, yeah. I, uh, otherwise, you'd have to, like, carry the sheets out. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Great. So I show up, and, and three family packs of brownies are around, oh, 20 brownies for a group of around 20 people. And they're relatively big brownies. Yeah, sounds reasonable. I show up, and there are three huge boxes of brownies. 150 brownies. Oh, my God, William. <laughs> oh, my and God. I, <laughs> I, 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 I just sat there, and I. she said... Are you thinking, are... which one of us doesn't understand this? <laughs> yeah. She goes, they're so heavy. Do you want a cart to help uh, take them to wherever you're going and I just I don't even think I said anything to her I think I picked up the phone and just typed I texted Joe who was in the store too I need you at the bakery right (laughs) now (laughs) call in the reinforcements we need (laughs) an airstrike so I I finally had it I just talked to her and I said look I I don't know what what's happened but um I was looking, and I pointed. There was this little family pack. I'm like, I wanted three of those. And she goes, oh, those are called family packs. These are baking sheets. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. She said, how many people? Maybe it's good enough. How many people are at your party? And I said, 20. And she's like, uh, oh. So uh, I talked them into half of a box, luckily. Uh, they had to get the manager, and the manager was uh, decided that, oh, we can probably sell them. So... I'll give you half a box. And half a box turned out to be, oh, I don't know how many brownies. Um, many. Fif- uh, not, not 50, but uh, 25, 30, or something like that. So a little more brownies than we wanted. The brownies came to $50. <laughs> For half a box. For half a box. <laughs> Which means... The original brownie order was for $300 of brownies. I don't understand how this happens. We don't either. Um, And we would think, you know, we thought, well, I think anytime someone orders that many brownies, the other person on the other end of the phone should probably say, just to let you know, sir, that is, we'll come to $300. Is is that okay? Because I would have immediately said, what? He's made out of gold? But... Well, I do have a, have a question, if I might. Yes. If the thing you were going to buy was sitting there on the shelf, why did you call ahead? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, the other thing about birthdays is that I'm, I'm, always, I'm always afraid. Like, if I showed up and there were no brownies in the store, 
then we wouldn't have had anything. But we just could have just made do with something else in the store. So I get kind of crazy about these birthdays, especially when it comes to my wife. I'm like, we got to have these brownies. Everyone loves these brownies. That's the <laughs> thing that everyone counts on. I feel like it's like a Chevy Chase moment. Must have the brownies. Everyone is looking forward to them. Can't wait. Well, this sounds like it was a good teaching moment because not only did you almost, because the snafu happened, you're 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 thinking about these brownies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you take them out there and then you start to realize, well, they're not even the right no. thing for this event anymore. No. So I don't I, need to keep this tradition <laughs> I don't forward. anymore because when I offered, I'm like, okay, everybody, here are the brown. I told everyone the brownie story. I'm like, so here they are. Who wants one? Mm. Look around, like, no, I'll take a half one if someone wants to. Sh-. Like, no, no, no. What? No, I don't really want any because all I had for lunch, uh, I brought my own tomato and I just ate that. Like, what? <laughs> Is there no? And then it's like one person had a brownie. I had a brownie. It's like we're over forty. We cannot eat. <laughs> That's right. I think like I think we ate five brownies, and I've we've had to give the rest away and, to and, Joe's work. Yeah, and, and every every bite was regretted. <laughs> That's exactly right. So next year you need to like buy cucumbers. Yeah, and, and, and put a candle in them. And we also brought uh bought a whole bunch of pirate booty, and that was not eaten, um, because people are like, "That's just snacks." I I right. need to, I need my fiber. Um, or else I won't poop later. <laughs> so it was. It was. A, it was definitely a learning moment because uh, I, I, maybe I'm still trying to eat this way, and maybe I shouldn't be eating this way. But uh, definitely, no one else wants to eat this way anymore. So I think we'll uh, we'll be doing something different in the future. But um, that um, sort of leads me into thinking about how birthdays have changed since you were a kid. And how birthdays happen now that you um, are in a sort of you know long term marriage, mm-hmm. um, because with us, what happened? I think the first year everything was all about oh, going to surprise you for your birthday, and I'm going to get you something that you don't expect, and that very quickly turned into what do you want for your birthday this year? Well, I want these. Yeah. I want these things. Great. Um, you want me to order them? Sure. I'm shipped here. Wrap them up. <laughs> it sounds so unromantic, but it is the only way to guarantee that both of us are going to get what we want. <laughs> Which is important. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, do you surprise each other for birthdays or do you do well, I got, sort of I've the got same some thing? bad news for you. Well, yeah. I, it's not bad news for you. It won't mm-hmm. affect you, but... There are several more stages to that, um, <laughs> one and a half of which you'll never get to. Cause okay. After, or you might, I guess, but um, after children, <laughs> the doing things for each other it, it has to be forced, and if not forced, does not happen. <laughs> I see. Okay. Just downhill from here. Yeah, it's like, Happy birthday. In the morning, here's, here's, I made you coffee. Right. Um, which, you know, probably happens more than half the time anyway. Anyway, right. Um, and we'll talk about maybe going out after work together mm-hmm. and then get home and be tired and go, well, you, 
It's your birthday. We should go out. No, I don't want to. Let's just let's just stay in. Okay, well, I'll make you something. What do you want me to make? Oh, no. I don't want to wait that long. What do we got in the refrigerator? There's a cucumber. Right. <laughs> okay, put a candle in it. Mm, yum $300 with a cucumber I would say yeah but um, yeah it's um, I think and and then as you're also aging I don't know if other people have this problem but I can't even remember how old I am <laughs> I have but that's right. not new it's not like no. senility or something It, it th- that started in as I approached 50, it's like, am I 47 or 48? I can't even, I usually know within a year on either side of the truth. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I remember when I thought, I thought I was 45 three years in a row before I was, <laughs> before I was 45. And I don't know why. That's um, great. But yeah, I think I'm 52, 53. I can't remember. Something like that. I have to do math now. So that's what well, I, I, I'm, yeah, I kind of refuse. Yeah. I'm to that point too, but, uh, wow. So downhill from here. Yeah. It's just, um, this year in particular, it was really like, plus, you know, my, and maybe I am too, but my wife is very, very particular about everything, clothes and jewelry and everything. So, and have you ever found, and we've done this and I think it feels like a cop out, but it actually, I think works pretty well is just, let's go shopping. Mm hmm. And I'll go with you, and yes, we've done we'll that. We'll buy you a thing, you know. Yeah, we've we've done that yeah. with jewelry. That works really well with that because you're you don't know what you're going to come back with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, so so yeah, that's uh, that's birthdays. Um, what were did you? And, and it's too bad because as a kid, I always think that well, birthdays are always going to be tremendously exciting, and they just. Um, they just kind of lose it somewhere. But did you have like huge birthday parties and stuff as not a kid? Af- not after like twelve. Mm-hmm. No, it's like that's like uh, this 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 period after that where uh, I think maybe for an older older kid. And I think this happened with our older kid too because um, my parents had three kids. I was the oldest, and and after twelve, I think they were too busy with the other two. Uh huh birthdays and then mine they just had to let something go so <laughs> it's kind of mine <laughs> sorry kid we only have time for two birthdays but by then i was often doing my own thing anyway yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah I was, living in uh, new york you know sure pimping Wow, I've missed that whole chapter of your life. Yeah, and a Chrysler LeBaron and a oh. hat with a feather in it. Oh, wow. Is that it? That's, that's <laughs> the only thing you own. That's all you need, really. Well, I guess I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, you're pimping hats, it sounds like. <laughs> uh yeah. Well I was I was pretty excited when I was a kid about them, but it uh, it's um I you know, one of the things that I just I thought about uh last week when we were talk- was talking about birthdays to the wife was when I was a kid, I had this weird thing where I could not uh, eat with other children without feeling nauseous. Hmm. Their, the sound of their chewing disgusted me. <laughs> <laughs> and it went on for several years. So a lot of the birthday pictures 
uh, whenever it was time, I, they would sit down and we'd have cake and I would leave the room with my cake and go eat somewhere else. I can't imagine what my friends were thinking, but uh, they'd all eat at a table and I'd go eat someplace else until I was sure they were all done. So any of the photographs around the table, my mom had to say, Bill, get in here and get a, get your photo taken. And then I'd run in the room real fast and like force a smile and she'd snap the picture and then I'd run out again. <laughs> and your friends didn't care. They were getting cake, right? They didn't care at all. But I just think, can you imagine if if uh, you went to an adult's birthday party and they were like, why are they, why don't they ever eat dinner with us? I don't know. They always eat outside. They take get takeout and eat on the <laughs> outside. And then when we say he want a photo, they just run in. They're like, <laughs> smile. And they run back out again. Kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was part of my childhood birthdays. But um, I was also kind of weird because I was somebody who n- I never wanted anyone else to play with the, the toys that I got. So I would open them one at a time and squirrel them away. And then when everyone left, I would take them one at a time off into some little corner somewhere and play with them until I'd played the hell out of them. And then I'd move on to number two and keep going in that way. So hmm. yeah, I was a little, little freaky kid, uh, or at least I had my own system, I think, as a kid. But, um, <laughs> I loved birthdays, but I'm, I'm realizing now I loved birthdays, but I don't, I'm not sure anyone I really loved going to my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I don't, uh, I guess it's hard for me to remember. There were birthdays, uh, there were things I was very excited about getting. I usually anticipated in advance that this was a thing I was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was into walkie-talkies for several years. Oh, God, yes. Because uh, they're the greatest. I still am. Right. I'd and, love a, love some walkie-talkies right now. And I, you know, I'd, I'd had the fourteen dollar ones from the drugstore kind of ones, and and uh, one of my birthdays, what I really coveted was these really nice three channel. They looked like they were made of metal. The Radio Shack seventy five dollar walkie-talkies. Oh yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. And then I finally got one of those. It was great. Yeah. But See, then. A, oh, yeah. Well, what? You just got one of them. Oh. What are you really going to do? Oh, yeah. So I had to wait a whole other year and get <laughs> another one. <laughs> and then me and Robbie Zabo across the street, we could uh, we could talk on our walkie-talkies at night. Nice from from his his house across the street from my house. So we had the, these bitchin seventy five dollar walkie talkies. That's the greatest. Yeah, that's the greatest. And my my story of those sort of things is very similar, except for the fact that every time I ever ask for, I'm like, I want those seventy dollar walkie talkies. My mom and dad would go to Radio Shack and they'd be like, "These are ten, <laughs> and they're walkie talkies, so they're the <laughs> yes. same." They're the same. I I wanted an electronic football, a Coleco, and they went to they got a they went to Radio Shack and they're like, "This is a Tandy, <laughs> and it's twenty dollars." It's a knockoff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was terrible. It didn't do anything. All my other kid, friends were playing these things, you know, this Tandy things. And uh, when you ask for ask for a football game, I was always asking for this football game. Never got it. The year I asked for a football game, I got a pool game a billiards game 
also made by Tandy. <laughs> I think my parents loved it when I knew what I wanted because they didn't have to try to figure it out. Well, that's what I would, that's what I thought too. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, my mom and dad were like, just heard he wants this thing. I will go get him one of that uh, wherever <laughs> I can find it. So I was always just like, oh, I'd open things up. Oh, it's a video game. Mm, yeah, it's Duck Hunt that I can hook up to my TV. It has a little little gun. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, well, would, yes. Would that work for Joe now? I mean, it's just similar problems. She opened presents and it's like, oh, great, the Dunk Hut game. <laughs> well, I think that's why she, she now picks her presents because now... Mm-hmm. She doesn't open them. This used to happen. I, you know, I, this is sort of my mom, but it, it used to happen when we go, when my mom was still alive, when we go to uh, Christmas and my mom would just get an idea in her head that Joe really liked cats. And then half of the gifts were, were like cat themed shirts and <laughs> pads. And like, she, she misheard something. Yeah. A year and a half ago. Right. And I, and like, I, I can't help but think that this is a such a cliche, but uh, that it's partial, that it's willful in subconscious ways. Mm-hmm. M- mother-in-laws find a way to irritate <laughs> their children's spouses. They, they yeah, just, it, it, it must be. It's DNA. It's, it's. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had many uh, many a Christmas when we we'd come out and be like, ooh, so, <laughs> and you just got let the let that person make up a fiction about you and maintain it, right? Because if you try to counter it, then it's it's you know, yeah, I don't know it it that's and you and as the as this you know as the spouse you want to try to make this thing work but there's there's very little you can do <laughs> no there is very little you can do so yeah and maybe that was part of it you know I, I think that you know i i um i didn't want to be that person i don't want to be like well i i know that you told me you like the color purple Mm-hmm. So I got you these things, and then she'd say, "Well, I don't, I don't like that shade of purple." That that's happened in their early days. Yeah, not Purple's that shade. Purple's tough. You got to be careful. careful. Yeah, got to be careful around purple. Yeah, it'll bite you every time. So, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, we're now rambling on without. I lost my point, but my point basically is, things have changed in birthdays and. uh this happens to me a lot as I get older is that um, I don't realize things have changed until after they've changed. And um, mm-hmm. this picnic is definitely the thing that I'm like, oh, everyone else has moved on to something else. And I'm like, oh, you don't you don't want huge frosty cupcakes? No. Oh, how long has this been going on? <laughs> Four or five years? <laughs> okay. Well. Yep. The key, the key to the event is to relax. Yeah. Let them that happen. That is the key. You and you've known me for a long time. That's the key mm-hmm. to all of my issues. The key is just <laughs> to relax. Any trouble I get into, that's always the answer. So uh it's very frequently the answer for yeah. most of us, I think. Yeah. Next year I'm going to relax a lot more around this and and maybe I'll eat a, a cucumber and uh 
a piece of grass. Oh, I thought perhaps that's... you were suggesting maybe some illicit sedatives or something. Can get <laughs> get oh. really mellow. Well, it is le- that is legal here. Mm, there you go. Yeah, that is definitely legal. So, okay. Well, that's uh, that's my birthday talk. Unless you have any more uh, any more birthday uh, any anything, anything suited for a birthday. See, Brad put birthday suit right in there. All right, cool. I mean, it would be if the thing after this had anything to do with birthdays. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, so uh, sometimes I, I, when I got older, I would spend my birthday in my car. Mm, or wish for a car. Or I would wish sometimes I would want, oh, please, for my birthday, give me, give me a car or, or, or the cars. Music in rear view. Seamless. <laughs> so we had a palate cleansing last week, so we can just green field. Green All right. field. Woo. So sort of tying into talking about the van and car stuff and buying cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do a deep immersive dive into deep cuts from the 80s band The Cars. Oh, excellent. Sound okay? Yeah, sounds great. All right. Well, let's uh, deep into cars. Yeah, deep cuts. Let's uh, play each one of these and uh, talk about them a little bit. This uh, first one uh, is from the Candio album, which was, I think, one of their most popular. It's like their second or third album came out in 1979. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the, I think it's the second track on the on the record. It's called Since I Held You. Let's give it a spin. Okay. Since I held you, everyone must like that song. I defy anyone to not like that. You <laughs> must, must enjoy that. Uh, the music is really, weird. the cars would, were pretty eclectic. I thought, mm-hmm. and you know, it's got a bit of a a country, a Nashville kind of thing happening in the music. Yeah, uh, which was pretty weird because the cars was a 
you know, electronic band as we think of them. At least I do mostly. But, um, and also the cars have, uh, two lead vocalists. Oh yes. Right. You've got, which you don't normally think of. Rick Ocasek and, uh, and Benjamin Orr. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I split it up here. Uh, that was Rick saying that one. And this next one, we're jumping, uh, all the way to 1984 song called it's not the night on the album heartbeat city i'm looking outside and and it is but but i'll well it wasn't at that moment apparently oh okay it was some other night okay all right That's just so, so mid nineteen eighties. It's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You just you can hear the eighties production. Yeah. Very much. Oh, and great. and musically, that song's kind of kind of all over, over the place. It it seems like it's going to be a dance beat thing, but it never really gets going in that way. Mm-hmm. It stays mid tempo, and then it um, becomes a rock thing. But then there's keyboards too, and yeah, just. Uh... It's just great. They, they did such a fantastic job of uh, everything's just very simple, um, but it just blends together so well. Mm-hmm. They were um, uh, weird. That the, I think they kind of straddled all the genres. I mean, there are rockers who liked them and punks who mm-hmm. liked them. Yeah. And, you know, people into dance music who liked them. Is I don't really know how they pulled it off, but uh, I think a lot of it's interesting when you listen to their songs that weren't necessarily their big hits like this. Right. And they made a, a big, a big uh, splash in the uh, music video scene too. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They were great. So the next one is from Panorama, which goes, swings us back to 1980. Okay. And this is another Rick Ocasek song. And this one I think is interesting. 
uh, from a lyrical perspective because it's 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 kind of word salad. Uh, I think he's going for avant garde. Um, I'm not not <laughs> sure if he gets there, but it's entertaining. Let's give that a listen. Okay. Back to that country kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh the pigeon keyhole introverts. Uh, yeah. That's that is all that's that's close to avant-garde. It's not quite I want to s- sing like LaGuardia magic mouth in the sun. Mhm. It's hmm. sort of faux avant-garde, faux avant-garde maybe. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also think that maybe the uh, the um, uh, messaging service uh, known as Slack should contact them. Oh, the you <laughs> use it in an advert. Yeah, just give me some Slack. This <laughs> would be great. You should pitch that. I should. I should. I should call Rick and uh, God, who who owns Slack now? Um, and hook those two guys together. Yeah. Um, one last song. We're going to go back, give Benjamin Orr another turn at the singing uh, from the album Shake It Up in 1981. This is called Cruiser. Oh, mm.
Again, kind of spanning spanning genres there, I think. Yeah, well, this one, uh, definitely a dance number, I thought. At least mm-hmm. it was for me. Um, Were you just dancing? Uh, yeah. I was, okay. well, I was air drumming. Oh, sure. Air electronic drumming. That's the point oh, I was wanting to make. That like, is 1981. 1981. And I'm pretty sure almost all the percussion was electronic. It and that's sounded really, that. really early that for that. That is really early. Mm-hmm. Huh. I didn't even know. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you're right. That was great. Um, the lyric um, kind of threw me off because the it says light is a reason, light is due. My shape is shapeless in your suit. I really <laughs> wanted them to go. Salad. <laughs> f- I wanted them to go for shoe. Oh, light is reason, light is due. My shape is shapeless in your shoe. And then I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then I thought, well, it doesn't make any sense anyway. <laughs> So why so, not? Why not? Why not go with shoe? So I'm not going to call Rick. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Should have been shoe. It even has the shh, you know, whatever that is. Alliteration. Con- what is that? When the consonants do the thing. <laughs> Doing a Jerry Lewis. When the consonants do the thing, like me. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go. I'll go wait. Wake my librarian wife and see what she says, because <laughs> I got nothing on that one. Oh, uh, yeah. I think alliteration is the... Yes, alliteration is the uh, consonants, yes. Mm-hmm. So shape is shapeless in your shoe. That should have been it. So, wrong. Well, I don't know. Shapeless in your suit is uh, more evocative of a whole person. How do you be shapeless in your shoe? Well, I... You can be I, shapeless in your suit. You could, you guess you could be, sure. But I mean, it depends on the state of your feet. You know, Rick was into fashion. He married a supermodel after all. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll give you that. Who did he marry? Paulina Borisova. Oh, yes. Borisova. Mm-hmm. Still married yeah. after all these years. Really? Mm-hmm. Not when I'm done with him. No, I don't <laughs> even know what that means. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm... You're so jealous of her. You've always wanted her. <laughs> I have. But you know... um. Brings up a topic, you know, uh, with the cars. Are you a Rick person or are you a Benjamin person? And I just love them both. I I do too. I do too. Um, I, the, you can't. I mean, I think, I think Benjamin's a better singer. But yeah. You cannot ignore Rick. I mean, Rick is such a unique individual all the way around. 
yeah. that you just have to, you know, you'd have mm-hmm. to love him. Yep. Are they still, is he still doing stuff? Rick? Yeah. Well, yeah, they, um. I know Benjamin, uh, he's no away. longer with us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, he's from Ohio, Ben, Ben Orr. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and they they did a new, Rick and the remaining members of the band did an album a couple years back. You may may remember they showed up on the Colbert Report. And oh, that's right. Did some songs from their new record, which was not a bad record at all. It sounded right. a lot like the old Cars, uh, which is to say, not a lot like much of the uh, Rick Ocasek solo material, which was cool. Right. Um, and I'm reading here. That uh, they were just inducted into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. so uh, good timing. We're a little bit, little bit late, but close enough. Indeed, close enough for government work. As my dad would say. <laughs> Speaking of work, got a job yes. for you. Yes. What is your job? You need to uh, tell everybody how they can uh, contact us, where they can find our show notes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that they can correct our many, many wrongs. What it's what's his job pay? Uh, you'll just find out when the check comes or doesn't. Oh, wow! Well, that sounds absolutely like the deal I should take. <laughs> uh, so the uh, you can find uh, information about Up and Overcast at upandovercast.com, as you might expect. You can also go over to Facebook and uh, look on uh, Facebook Up and Overcast. And if you want to email us and uh, suggest anything for the the back half of our um, our year long first season, do they do seasons on podcasts? Anyway, yeah, let's go uh, ahead and start that. I'm going with it. Um, our ba- the back half, our first season. You want to suggest anything? Um, please do so at podcast at upandovercast dot com. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think we'll. Uh... We'll continue your probation for another week and uh, oh, see God. See how you do next time. Okay. All right. But I do have one more question for you. As yes, I as always. frequently do. Mm-hmm. Have you ever fallen in love in a car? Well, you know, I, I haven't really. I've, I've always kept my love life and my car life very separate. Because, um, you know... Children in the backseat of cars, as we all know, are a leading cause of accidents. But accidents in the backseat of cars, they are a leading cause of children. Very wise words. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's what I, at least that's how I understand where children come from. I didn't really get much of an education you have to keep the eggs separate from the mayonnaise oh i see you let so them no... mix together and mm, not good. so no egg salad no egg salad hmm oh, that's a bummer egg salad's tasty <laughs>